Hey, that's my dog, Taco. He's my dog, Taco, too. So, hey, enough. Oh, yes. Thanks for being a guest on the podcast, Taco. What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Local Marketing Lab, where you get real-world insights from industry pros to help you drive local revenue and local growth. This podcast is brought to you by Evocalize, digital marketing tools powered by local data that automatically work where and when your locations need it most. Learn more at evocalize.com. What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Local Marketing Lab. Joining us in the lab today, we have a guest with over 20 years of experience in the restaurant industry. He's a two-time new dad and loves In-N-Out fries. He's the National Advisory Director at Zelnick & Company. Uh, He's the host of Close Monday Podcast and the Commercial Real Estate School Podcast. TikTok knows him as Mr. Restaurants, but the rest of the world knows him as his legal name, Kyle and Sarah. (laughs) Thank you for joining us in the lab, my yeah, friend. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. I'm glad we can make it happen. Bet. Congrats on the the new little one. Yeah, hopefully you don't hear him during this show. I think uh, I think he went for a walk, so yeah, <laughs> it would be a good time to uh, not have him cry. But yeah, thank you. Hey, if he's if he's uh, already doing his thing and going for a walk, then we shouldn't have an issue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he got a little help. Assuming he went by himself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hopefully, it's a go getter like that. Well, cool. Well, appreciate you jumping on. You know, uh, Kyle, one of the things that I just thought it would be good to kind of start off with, you know, you started your career on Wall Street. You hung up your suit to become a, a chef for eight years and then kind of shifted into the commercial real estate side of the restaurant industry. I'd love to hear a little bit more about your journey and kind of what got you to where you are. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. When you asked when we were talking before this or back and forth on email, I was like, holy shit, this is kind of crazy. Um <laughs> but yeah, I was really after 9-11, I was, you know, I'd gone to four-year college, got my degree in business economics. And I was like, you know, did what everybody mm. from my college did. They went to Wall Street, they went to law school, they went to med school. So I went to Wall Street and um, yeah, right after 9-11, I was like, okay, I don't want to, you know, this was after the kind of like bull run mm. of, the, of the 2000s and things were kind of started to taper off anyway. And I was like, okay, that's it. I'm not going to, you know, die in this city doing what I'm doing now, which is cold calling people trying to sell stocks that I don't really know anything about. So I went downstairs that day and I called my dad said, Hey, I'm enrolling in culinary school. And that's, that's kind of where it all started. Oh, very cool. Very cool. So you went to culinary school and became a chef for eight years. Yeah, I was a chef. Let's see, 2003 to I guess 2002 to about 2016. Um, you know, we'll do full on doing chef stuff, but for a long time, it was, uh, yeah, the real, real deal back of the house, uh, guy for a long time. That's right. And then what, what kind of brought you from that role to want to get then into the real estate side of things? Yeah. You know, I just, I just got burnt out and it was kind of like, um, yeah. we weren't growing as a concept. I was butting heads with my partners mm-hmm. and it was like, all right, I got to figure out something else to do. I had a family now. And um, I was like, uh, same kind of feeling. I don't want to do this anymore. We're not growing. We're not, we're not expanding. And then, you know, I didn't want to, I needed a way to leverage the experience that I had into something else. And then the woman who helped me um, with some real estate stuff for our restaurant concepts, um, she specialized in restaurant real estate. So I reached out to her and was fortunate to get a job with her right after, uh, right after I left the partnership. Oh, very cool. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's definitely an interesting run. I, I love the, the depth and kind of, I guess, broad range of, of your experience, both, you know, you said in back of house and then all the way through the business side of things and, and into the commercial real estate side, given your, your depth of experience and breadth, really, what are some things that you think are the most important aspects of local marketing? And, you know, I, we started marketing, like traditional marketing with the restaurant in 2008. Uh, we hired a PR agency. We did all that stuff, very expensive. And uh, at the time, Facebook was the thing. And then Facebook pages, I don't even think, existed when we first started. But I've always found out and kind of, it's a big conversation now, but being authentic and kind of telling a story, always more engaging than sort of just putting out you know, pictures at the time of the restaurant, putting out pictures of the food or with real estate now, just putting out pictures of the listing. Uh, authenticity seems authenticity seems to resonate the most. And we found that even then, again, we were, we didn't know what the hell we were doing. We were posting pictures, posting pictures of ourselves. And, um, and it, it, over time, it, it developed into just really being a way to connect with the community aside from the four walls of the restaurant, which obviously is, is part of the conversation now in, in all the industries. But yeah, I, I think... These digital connections, I mean, you and I, I mean, Sean and I, a lot of people that chip close and really anybody that I, that I have met in both these industries over the last couple of years have been digital first. So, um, but I think we've always connected on that authentic and authentic piece. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's the, it is crazy how, how quickly you can kind of accelerate your, your success and, and your network with, with the access through digital channels, you know, like. LinkedIn is the one where we met through and, and I met Sean through and a lot of, I mean, most of the connections that, that I make digitally are through LinkedIn. Um, yeah. It's just where professionals all go. They all want to succeed, connect, network, you know, uh, yeah. it's, it's incredible. It's, it's funny because like these, these uh, guests that I've had on the show, we're talking about marketing on, you know, we talk about marketing on both Close Monday and on CRE school. And somebody said the other day that they apply the late night principle to when they're, when they're advising their, their, their clients on marketing. And it was like, Hey, you know, it's kind of like when somebody from a record, uh, from, from an artist, right. They, they produce a new album and the label wants them on all the late night shows. They talk about everything, mm -hmm. right. They talk about, Oh, how's your wife? How's your kids? This, that, and the other thing they got them doing all sorts of crazy stuff. And then at the end they're like, Oh, by the way, you have a new album coming out. It's all that stuff right. that people can connect to with them and be like, wow, now I really feel like I know, you know, uh, yeah. <laughs> Justin Timberlake was the example that my guest used. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, 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 um, and it is really all about how to find ways to connect with people. And it's definitely happening digitally every day. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We've, I've, uh, spoken with, uh, Jeremy Julian a few episodes back and he was talking about, um, just knowing your audience and, Yep. knowing what resonates with them, communicating to them in a way that resonates, delivering the content in a way that they, they uh, like to engage with. If you don't know your audience and you're not kind of at least focused uh, on, on a certain audience, you try to be all things to all people, don't resonate with anyone, come off as inauthentic, and you're just not successful from a marketing standpoint. Yeah, I, I've experienced it. I've seen it in the commercial real estate side, and it's gotten so much better over the last couple of years. But you know, if you're just sitting there talking facts to people, like a restaurant is located here and we'd serve this type of food, it's there's you're just spewing facts, right? I could find that on your website or in print. Same with commercial real estate. 
Um, but yeah, if, if you can connect to them on some other level, um, I think that's really the key to, to unlocking some of that local marketing. Well, speaking of unlocking, you know, local marketing, what are some things that you've seen or tried, or maybe some of the, your clients, uh, have done lately that you've think has worked from a local marketing standpoint? You know, I think what always, regardless of the industry, people have, we've been, we've kind of been trained to this, but that's sort of like behind the scenes vibe, like I'm doing this and then showing why, um, one of the concepts that I've done, I really look at a lot as a great example of this is a bagel shop in Hoboken and they, um, they do a lot of behind the scenes stuff and there's a bunch of other restaurants, Frank Pepe's, they do some behind the scenes stuff. Um, I think that's kind of thing is, is really what's working, working well. And I think it's, um, always going to be something that you can just flip on the camera and do. It sounds weird because everybody thinks about how they have to be so creative and they have to be, um, you know, that imposter syndrome stuff. But the reality is if you just show what you're doing, it's a hell of a lot easier. Yeah. It's easy to create the content. You have your phone at your fingertips. We had the same conversation with Sean. It's like, you know, all you have to do is just take out your phone, start recording. It doesn't matter what you're working on, what the process is. Like people love seeing processes. Yep. My kids will will sit down in, in, in front of the TV and watch, you know, uh, stirring beads into like clay or like <laughs> just mixing things. Deep. I'm like, dude, what yeah. are you guys watching? Yeah, But exactly. these videos all have millions and millions of views. It's, in, it's in, insane, but also pretty incredible. People just want to see how things are done. Yeah. And they want to see like how, you know, that you struggled with something. And it's not this like infallible figure mm-hmm. out there preaching from like a soapbox and just telling them everything that they should be doing. You know, I think it's, um, it's weird because you don't feel like it's that interesting. Right. But then it goes back mm-hmm. to what you said before, know your audience. And like, I can sit there and ramble on about why a letter of intent is so important and brokers across the country will roll their eyes, <laughs> but I'm not talking to them. Right. I'm not, I don't give yeah. a crap what they think. I, I want, I want my clients or future clients to understand why it's important to know why for sure it's of space. So I think sometimes mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's, it's tough to, it's tough to get in, into that and it's like work that muscle out, but you only get good by, by doing mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And, and, and the better you get, the more impactful you are because you're able to target your efforts and do things that are actually meaningful and, and yeah. generate results. And value, right? Um, like that's what people want. They want to learn something from you. Yeah, for sure, for sure. What are what are some things that so for our listeners today that are that might be struggling from a local marketing standpoint or from local growth standpoint? What are some things that you would suggest that they do today or this week where they could start getting out of that hole and start seeing some results? Yeah, my okay. So I've said this a bunch of times, and maybe it's like it may seem like commonplace now, and it may be seem difficult to some people, but I think one of the best things you can do is just grab your phone and be like, Hey, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but I'm going to give this a shot. I'm going to, uh, I'm Kyle from close Monday and I'm going to like try to make it happen for you guys. And please let me know. And I think that authenticity, like just kind of that humility of like, I've never done this before. Everyone's telling me I got to do it for my brand. Um, yeah, there's a guy that I'm trying to think about. He has a candle company in the city and he does that. And, but he's, he's blown up since, but his, content is so matter of fact and he's just like all right i'm gonna tell you how i make these great candles and it hundreds of thousands of followers so um i think starting there you know because if, if i think that one thing too that has happened is people can sniff out the bs right they don't want they can so like if it's scripted or if it's too like pitchy they're gonna they're gonna kind of like scroll away 
Uh, but I think that authenticity and showing your your vulnerable side and, and what you're going through is is really, really, really part of the magic. So from from an authenticity standpoint, you know that's that's why I'm I'm not afraid to just record my podcast from the closet. Uh, <laughs> yeah. With my bare tan walls. That's it, man. <laughs> Although hopefully I'll have a background soon. I've just bought a green screen, so we'll see how that goes. But that's, but that's you know, it's what you get to be known for. And I think it's, yeah. Everybody, nobody like started in this game doing what we're, like we're trying to do these podcasts. I didn't know how to hook up one. I didn't even yeah. know what this thing is called. Like the mic is connected to, I, it took me so many like bad pieces <laughs> of equipment to end up here. So yeah, I think everyone can appreciate that. Literally the part that's, probably been edited out of this episode is me just losing my audio and us fumbling to get it back. So yeah, it, it happens like, you know, I'm not a pro, like you're a pro, but, uh, you know, most people aren't, they just get in and just get started. Just start. You doing know, made something. me feel better about that was, uh, somebody's like, go back and watch Joe Rogan's first podcast. And it, I think it was, his, his, it's like in a backyard and they're all like <laughs> drinking beers and it's like this dingy, maybe like in Brooklyn, it's just really crappy. So I was like, Okay. Yeah. There, there's, there's upside yeah. here somewhere. That's, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. It's funny. Cause I, I always, my kids, I've got uh, two teenagers and they just roll their eyes. Like I'll, we'll be driving and I'll put the podcast on. Like I'm a big deal. You know, we've got at this point at the time of recording, we've got like five or six yeah. episodes. <laughs> and they're like, dad, you're like, come on, dad. You know? And I'm like, guys, I'm kind of a big deal. Like I have a standalone microphone. Yeah. You see these headphones? <laughs> Hello. What do you think? Yeah. My God. Well, that's the whole reason I got on TikTok. Yeah. Was to screw with her because at the time it was, you know, it was no, it was just in general, just uh, all right, you think you're cool on TikTok? And we were all penned up in the quarantine. I'm like, let's let's do this. Uh-huh. So now she's still rolls her eyes, but I can <laughs> just give her a wink back. But yeah, it's, it's funny how that works. Hilarious. Yeah, I mean, your TikTok is pretty, it's, it does really well. And you have like some really good nuggets on there. Very, it's, <laughs> Thank you. I think it's engaging, it's entertaining, funny. There's some stuff that's, uh, you know, tips, tips and tricks type of stuff. Like it's good content. You know, I, it's what I found is that I forget when it was and when it happened, but there was that switch of like people actually talking to the camera and it wasn't just doing like pointing at things on the screen. Mm. And when that happened, it's just, yeah. yeah, I think it became, and people love to talk. I mean, you're going to have thick skin to be on TikTok, but if you put it out there, you get the engagement. That's what you that's want. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I've seen I've seen you have some pretty thick skin too. I've seen some episodes of the the RIF show that you guys would do, and Sean would just rail on you. <laughs> they know it was so. It, for me, it was hilarious. It was like I, I grew up in in Buffalo area, so Western New York, but it was it reminded me of just growing up and how we all would just treat each other. Yeah, right. That's the thing. You, those, those are your real friends, right? Yeah. The ones that give you shit like that. Yeah. That's right. That's right. All right. So. um, so what would you, or who would you like to to shout out for doing something really cool, Any, really engaging, interesting from a, a local marketing standpoint? Local marketing standpoint, man, you know, I already shouted out Obagel, they're a big one. Um, you know, I like what I'm seeing in um, some of these like QSR concepts, um, small group mm. out of, uh, I think they have like, not that so small, maybe they have six or eight units, fly the coop. Um, your mm. chicken concepts, Joe, I've had on my podcast, super cool guy. Um, but you get a feel for the brand, you know, uh, Tony and Pete's another mm-hmm. dude who was a guest. Uh, Justin was on my show from Tony and Pete's out in Toledo. Mm. Great branding, great storytelling. Um, 
you know, they made a decision, or I forget how they came across some sort of uh, videographer and graphic designer who really helped create their brand. But, um, you know, I think mm. ultimately it's, it's, you know, figuring out now, like in your startup costs for restaurants, at least, right? It's like where you're going to spend your money. I think when it's all green pieces of paper, I think a lot of that's got to be dedicated to, or, or significant portions got to be dedicated to building your brand. You know, all your touch points in the four walls of the restaurant, but your digital stuff too. So your logos, mm-hmm. you know, how you communicate, you know, there, there's a lot of that stuff and, and there are people out there now to help and it's, it's an expense. Yeah, of course. Right. So you, you don't do it. Somebody else got to do it. So you got to pay for it. But I think, um, these, these restaurants that are getting it in terms of this is my brand, this is how I talk and they're staying authentic. I think they're the ones having the most success. So I would say definitely say old bagel, Tony and Pete's, um, and I forget the other one, the one I said. Yeah, Frank Pepe is another one. Yeah, there, there are, there are. Um, you're starting to catch on. Like you're seeing it more and more. So I think that's really cool. Yeah, I think the one thing I've learned too, um, with regards to like creating the content, creating the long form content, leveraging tools. There's a lot of AI tools right now that can help you just oh. kind of piece it up and 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 have a bunch more derivative pieces of content to help kind of nurture folks along and just get more and more engagement. Yeah, there is, I mean the AI stuff is is pretty wild it's pretty pretty wild I, I love playing with it but it's been you know seems like it's changing every day and i love that type of stuff and some people uh take advantage yeah and if you're small and if you're scrappy you know you can you can leverage those tools and it it, it seems like you have a team i've got a there's a tool we use called cap show and you just upload your video it cranks out a blog post it cranks out social posts it cranks out video snippets like all sorts of stuff that would typically take somebody hours to do. It just cranks it out for you. And then, and then you, you're kind of off to the races. So that's, that's one thing that you could do if you're, if you're a small company to kind of wow. get started today. And yeah, you know, I think it's, that's another thing though, like with, with your local, there's a lot of technology we use on the real estate side and I don't know how they figure this out, but one of the things that they include, and it's something that we provide with our, to our clients is uh, basically based on the market that they're in, so let's say you're in Toledo, Ohio, and you want to like your your clients looking at this section of the market. You can run a report that says how do people in this section of the market like to receive their marketing. So it'll break it down, and it'll say like oh, they cool. like news. They have like an index, and it'll say like newspapers, social media. They rank social media separately. So LinkedIn, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram are all you know indexed, so that when you hit the market and you're ready to open, you can start to push out content on those platforms, the idea being that you're going to hit them where they're even more so, um, more highly targeted. So, um, and that type of stuff. And then you layer in the AI is, it's really kind of making things pretty interesting. Let me ask you this. So you're in commercial real estate, Mm -hmm. the platforms that you use, do they differ much? Do you focus more on LinkedIn because you're marketing to, to folks that are kind of in the corporate world or you still on TikTok and the commercial side. I know you have a huge following there in restaurants. You know, it's um, it's interesting because I think the white space is um, where they're not right. Like, so you can do um, TikTok content, commercial real estate TikTok content, and seemingly, or it seems like they're not. Seemingly, they're not there. But I can't tell you how many times I have gotten a message about a potential listing they want me to get in front of one of my clients. Um, just sort of like, I want to, you know, pick your brain conversation, uh, prospects who have seen a TikTok video, but have reached out on LinkedIn. 
So it's a really interesting yeah, dynamic. Interesting. They don't feel comfortable DMing. Yeah. Like they don't want to see whatever. Cause so many people yeah. set up accounts. <laughs> I'm just, you know, keeping an eye on my kid, but then it's so addicting. Right. And Instagram, same dynamic too. Instagram yeah. a little bit different now, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's interesting. So people do engage with your content off channel. <laughs> and then they come into LinkedIn to reach out to you, to engage with you. It's happened a lot. Yeah. Pretty weird. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Well, cool. You know, we, we went through some of your, some of your facts a little earlier. Mm. Uh, you just had a new kiddo. You love in and out fries. Yeah. One thing that you let me know was that you, I guess you tried out for the Boston Red Sox yeah. and for the XFL. Oh, dude. That was like a million years ago. Was that just scratching an itch? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the Red Sox was a thing where they, they were called a bunch of us to go in there, which is a really cool experience. Uh, even though I hate the Boston Red Sox as a Yankees fan, but, um, yeah, <laughs> it was. It didn't go. That's about as far as it went. So no, no worries there. Uh, but yeah, the XFL was funny because I had I played football in college, and then it was just kind of happening. Oh, cool. And we were playing in this like semi pro league, and I got an invitation to to try out there. But uh, yeah, that was a pretty interesting experience. Yeah, it's a, it's weird. When we were talking about that, I'm like, I was all over the goddamn place from my like early 20s to like <laughs> early 30s. But you know, I think sometimes when you look back, you're like. Yeah. Wow, all those things kind of help you where you are now, and yeah, you gotta be grateful. They led to where you are, yeah. yeah. So, I think I just gonna be grateful for them. Yeah, every single experience. Uh, I, I would say to my kids, like especially if we're doing something really boring, everything you've done in your life has led you to this moment, and they're just like, oh, they're like, what <laughs> do you mean, bro? Uh, yeah, what is it? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, you've worn a lot of hats, and I, I wanted to crank all this information to AI and come out with something crazy, but it literally was the hardest because there were so many different variants <laughs> of what you've done when I was thrown in the, when I was thrown in the XFL in the, in the Red Sox. I short the system out. But we did, I did come with this kind hey. of a, a cool shot of you just kind of a, a just jacked Damn. up. <laughs> I'm going to send this picture to my wife. Looking yeah. beefy. Yeah. All right. Wow. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Anyways. Kind of hit the, the dichotomy of what you do, you know, in your real estate, you're in a restaurant, and then, and then I mean, you have one more that I just had to. Man, man. <laughs> because, <laughs> because you love those French fries. Eating the fries often. Um, sorry, that's a... uh, look at. I mean, the fries are a little big, but hey, that's my dog, taco. He's my dog taco too. So, hey, oh, enough. All right. Oh yes, yeah. Thanks for being a guest on the podcast, Taco. <laughs> I need those pictures. I need those pictures, man. <laughs> I'm sending them. I'm sending them over to you. Uh, that wraps it up for us for today. You know, if if you want, uh, just let everybody know. You know how they can follow you. Yeah. So it's um, at Kyle and Sarah, pretty much on every platform, and um, at Mr. Restaurants on TikTok. And yeah. That's that's about it. That's that's where I'm usually on all those platforms and get me one way or the other. Um, so yeah. Well, thanks again, Kyle. Make sure that you follow and subscribe uh, to Kyle's uh, podcast. Uh, he's on the the Close Monday podcast. He's got a commercial real estate school podcast. Uh, follow him, Mister Restaurant. Lots of good content on TikTok. Nice. Kyle, it was a ton of fun having you at the lab today. Thanks I for joining it, us, man. Thank you so much. Thanks for the pictures too. <laughs> As always, thanks for joining us in the local marketing lab. This podcast is brought to you by Evocalize. 
To learn how Evocalize can help you grow your business, visit Evocalize.com. If you learned something new from today's episode, don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook at Evocalize. That's E-V-O-C-A-L-I-Z-E. And on X at Evocalize Inc. And remember, keep innovating and trying new things. You never know what's going to connect with your audience until you try. And until next time, thanks for listening.